<laughs> Welcome to the Wildly Tarot <laughs> Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hello, Holly. <laughs> Hello. I think that you had a story you wanted to tell me, but I also have a story that I want to tell you that you might have seen on Instagram that made me laugh really hard. Okay, well, so, so my story, I may have mentioned it yesterday. You got me hooked on 90 Day Fiance as per yes! our conversation oh, last week. Yes, that's what it was. Right, yes. right, right. Because, and I decided to start in the 2020 just so like I could have like a helping off point with that's current so I can be up with names. Because as right. we've established in Charm, names are my problem we're we're both terrible with names i don't even know what year most things came out because i just you watched, watched them all, all of it streaming yeah exactly right. well so like the pandemic basically is what kind of this covers the umbrella of the pandemic okay and at one point one of the women gets a tarot reading who um the older cougar lady who has a um guy in belize she's been seeing for a couple years and she like slept with his cousin and she keeps buying. Shoot, I don't know if I watched that season. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Well, maybe yet. spoiler alert. There's well, a there's a cougar that has her tarot cards read. <laughs> That's the beauty of the show is that there's not anything you can really say spoilers? about any of the couples that would actually be a spoiler. <laughs> That's true. Because it's watching them behave. It's true. That's it's the true. point of the show. <laughs> this is true. So she gets her tarot cards read. And um, just to see about like, because her relationship's been kind of rocking, especially with the pandemic at that moment in time currently happening. She's waiting for the Belize borders to open so she can go down yeah. there and get like the official engagement and get married and get them to American soil, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were somehow pre-approved for the F whatever visa. The oh. And I was like, how does the pre-approval happen? I don't understand. I, don't, pre- I mean, you've like, gone she, through. Does she? Well, I know. I'm like, because... Typically, they have to like submit all the paperwork yeah. and be there. I'm like, did she just throw money at this for to get a pre-approval? Like, maybe it was one of the side effects of the pandemic. Is maybe that they weren't making people be in the same place. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it was. I was just like, how? First of all, pre-approval. How does this happen? Second of all, tarot reading. <laughs> so she has her cards read about their relationship, and the first card that, uh, or like traveling down the Belize, and the first card the tarot reader drew was the Two of Wands, and I was like, okay, that makes oh, sense. Perfect. And she explained yeah, it totally. like how we would understand the Two of Wands. Then she said, well, at the last card was the was the Seven of Cups, which is also understandable. You have lots of decisions to make, but there's like a snake yeah. at the top that's a bit deception and like denial and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I kind of see that. Okay, okay. Then in the, the middle card, the center card was the chariot. And she said, this is a very bad card. And I was like, huh? A bad card? And she's like, this is a bad card. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm listening. Like, yeah. okay, like maybe it's position. Why. And she said, do you see the two sphinxes at the bottom? This is that he has another woman in his life besides really? you. And I was like, what? Are you confusing this with the lovers? Like I could yeah, see, yeah, like, like an old school well, it was, lovers. Yeah, it was like an RWS deck, but I could see how someone could read the lovers as the choice decision between two people because the tarot card yeah, 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 has like two physical people depicted right. on the deck. So yeah. it, like, but it wasn't. But I was like, the chariot doesn't mean that at all. And I understand I mean, like personal like interpretation, but she wasn't even saying like victory or a race or like something right. like, difficult. Well, she, and in, with the context of the question and the other two cards, uh-huh. you would think that it would have way more to do with the actual like successfulness of the trip rather than like the relationship in general yeah and it was just really weird and I was like where did she get that from anyway still have to watch (laughs) when you get there you'll watch it and be as confused as I was but I was just like just standard 90 day fiance yeah the other way it's not the other way yeah it's standard 90 day fiance this yeah the most recent season I think I'm assuming because it was pandemic related no way to know right exactly something related (laughs) something that's happening yeah 
Yeah. Cool. I'll look for it because yeah. that sounds fun. And I always love it when tarot pops up. I know. Because I was shows. like, ooh, like Holly talked about this last week and tarot all of a sudden is coming up. Right. Well, it's always <laughs> so interesting because I think like that some real housewives, I'm sp- thinking specifically of Beverly Hills, like years, oh, and yeah. years and years and years and years ago because that show totally fell off the radar for me. But I feel like it's always interesting to try to see what's it like producer intervention with psychics right. or tarot readers. Exactly. Obviously, they need those scenes to have some sort of plot movement. Right. And right. so if the reader is just doing a pure reading versus like getting suggestions from uh-huh. the producers to make it sound more terrifying. Right. And it almost sounds like in that context, that's like some intervention by the right. show to be like make it sound a little bit more yeah because like it, risky for right. her to go down there well and especially because like it came out that she had like they had that he she had seen text messages that he had sent other girls and oh so she temporarily broke up with him and then that night slept with his cousin so and she hasn't told him that blah blah, blah. you know so she was afraid <laughs> the seven of cups was her feelings and the cards coming out and i'm like if you're gonna at least set it up this way just have her draw the lovers like, right. you know, just just do that. Like, why right. try to or any other sort of or like ambiguous card? If that's what her question is about. Then have yeah. that be her question. Exactly. So anyway, it was just like that's really so interesting. Funny. I love it when it, ugh, I love it when <sighs> anyway. happens. So, yes, I just had to tell you. <laughs> I'm so I'm going to have to search it out and figure yeah. out who the hell you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. And we, <laughs> then we can talk about it in our other podcast, 90 Day Fiance, The Tarot Way. Yeah, The Tarot Way. Exactly. <laughs> okay, what was the story um, you wanted to tell me? My story. So two of our listeners are sisters, yes. Katie and Kristen. And I'm sure that more than just two of them are sisters. But this is a story <laughs> about those two. Okay. Anyway, so Kristen tagged me in a series of Instagram story posts yesterday. Uh-huh. And basically the gist is she had been like, not totally decided if she wanted to buy a physical copy of Morning Glory Milking Farm or not. Oh, okay. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, she like couldn't really decide, but then, you know, whatever, decided that she really wanted to read it because we were talking about it like four episodes. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) Now five, but yes. Yeah, exactly. I almost didn't want to tell the story because I was like, wait, that's so many episodes in a row. This leads into more announcements. We're good. Keep going. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so she like, realized that she like logged onto her Amazon account, which she shares with her, with her dad. Okay. And realized that when she went to go search for it, it said like recently purchased at the top. And she's like, what the hell? I definitely did not buy this. Uh huh. And then she realized that her dad had sent her niece, Katie's daughter, a bunch of birthday presents. Oh my goodness. And she had already added that book to the cart, (laughs) like the physical copy of it. And so (laughs) the physical copy of morning glory milking farm and all of these like children's birthday gifts all got sent to Katie. And so Kristen oh and God. her Instagram story was like, so I called my sister to be like, just an FYI, that was an accident. Yes. And that's actually for me. Oh my God. And thankfully, since Katie listens to, yeah. she already heard about us talk about it. So yes. it seems less like completely, completely bananas. Bonkers. Yes, exactly. But it's just so funny to think about oh sending that specific book accidentally Seriously. to a in your family. Oh just being like, what have I done? <laughs> it was like, you know, and yeah. I'm totally making this up, but it's like, you know, a bug catching kit and yes. like some and like cool a dildo. Rocks. <laughs> and then, yeah, exactly. Like sending just that like, along. Yeah. It's like shock of that whoops. opening. Yep. How did that happen? <laughs> well, first announcement is our Discord community has decided to start like a reading club, and that's going to oh, be yeah. our first book. And it's on Kindle Unlimited. Oh my gosh. 
So yes. you can read it for free if you're a Kindle Unlimited member or buy a physical copy if you're like our friend Kristen, Kristen. right? <laughs> yeah. And see, I miss those stories because my phone has been broken. So oh, that's dang true. It. So also... I did confirm via reading her first, the the author's first novel, that this is like a D and D universe, full blown D and D universe. Because like the first one, they go into like an orc spa, like general area, and there's like elves and sexy orcs with cute butts, and like all these other like um, sub what are they monsters from D and D, and it's oh just making God, me so excited. So. So, so yes. if you want to join that book club, I guess we'll put the link to our Discord in the uh, episode description. Yeah, and that if that's not a reason to join Discord, Discord, yeah. I don't know what is. Well, we're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be going back and forth through lots of books. This one was just one that yeah, was kind of cited. It won't be this. like all romance for goodness' sake. No, we were just no. It probably will be all romance. <laughs> it just won't all all be monster. Well, romance. we had also <laughs> decided on like a possible like astrology book, but I don't think any oh. of us wanted to like a like. Attempt I don't want to attempt it first as like a first sort of thing. So we wanted something fun and easy. And this was something on all of our lists for the most part that were in the discussion. So, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm Join so the excited for all that fun. And I will forgive you for putting that announcement at the beginning because it was in theme. Sorry. It's not where it the wasn't outline theme. says announcements well, we'll, go, well, we'll just <laughs> announce it one more time for those who skip the first banter part. Right. So. Exactly. <laughs> your turn to oh, pick is a card it? this week oh it is i do believe it is okay well i'm using golden girls tarot because i mentioned it in a conversation i was like oh i need to pull that out <laughs> where is she what's she up to i know one two three four five six seven the card of the day is the two of wands how fitting because that was the psychic draw. yeah just like that psychic <laughs> i'm down for yeah a two of wands. i like a good two it. of wands yeah well, our first question of the episode is from John D. And he asks, how do you both interpret reverse cards? I am fairly new and I am fine for my current readings that I read reverse cards as internally expressed energy versus regular cards as typically externally expressed energy. Would love to hear both of your thoughts. I don't hear you make mention of reverse cards in your readings. Well, that's probably yes. for good reason because we don't. We don't. Yeah, we don't really use them in our podcast readings. Yeah. But also, we haven't talked about it a while. Yeah, we haven't while. talked about it for a while. So, Esther, do you now read reversed cards? I do not. Okay. I think sometimes, like, if it feels significant that a reverse cards comes out, then I'll read it as, like, a shadow working sort of card. Yeah. Like, was it, Um, I think it was, oh, Pixie Curio's deck. Um, What's her deck? Lightseers. In Lightseers, she has really good interpretations for reverse cards. So yeah. if, if I'm using that deck in particular, I may take notice of it. But yeah. for the most part, like I've never been drawn to read reversals because I feel like all of the cards can kind of tell me the answer a reverse Both. card yeah, exactly. Depending can tell on me. Context and what your and I'm asking says. and things like that. Yeah, so totally. that's just me, though. Yeah. So what about you? So 
I also don't tend to use reversed cards. I am very intentional about the way that I shuffle to prevent them from happening, mm-hmm. uh, which means that when they do come up, I do take a little bit extra notice of them just yeah. because I take such efforts to not have anything reversed, mm-hmm. um, like the way that I shuffle and all of that. But like you said, I think that I am, I think that with practice, you don't need to think about if a card is like reversed or upright because you can get the context based on everything that's happening around it. Right. And the negative or shadow components of the reversed cards still exist with those cards when they're upright. Yes. So finding ways to like dig into it, that can be kind of helpful and not worrying too much about mm-hmm. it. I think the other thing about like just deciding that you're not reading reversals yeah, is that then if you like, have your card upside down or I feel like it takes away some of the randomness yeah, in yeah. some way, which is probably like statistically not accurate, <laughs> but for some reason, like if you ever, you know, shuffle wrong or whatever, and you end up with all reversed cards, it's like, well, is that the, as, is that more helpful than getting all those same right. exact cards standing upright? Yeah. I think we let our spreads do the heavy left lifting. If that makes any sense. Like yeah. we don't necessarily, like I don't want to say it's not that we don't trust our cards or we don't believe our cards to do like reversals but for us it's more of like being intentional with the questions that we're asking right instead of like expecting the cards to kind of flippity floppity in the way that they want to talk to us yeah and I do and it's so interesting because I feel like some people are really judgmental about those who don't use reversals. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not drawn to use them either, that's totally fine. We don't have to. Everyone gets to read the way that works best for them. Yeah, because tons of readers we know, I think of like the Van Mystic where she reads reversals constantly and like she has amazing tarot reading. So yeah. for us, it's like just do whatever feels good for you. It's and usually not that. the people who don't read reversals yeah. that are judging the people who do. <laughs> it's almost always the other way around. Yeah, that's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know if I, if I wanted to be using reversals, I think I would feel pretty comfortable with switching, but yeah. I do think Esther, you bring up a really good point of some decks. You can tell the creator put a lot of emphasis on incorporating the reversed meaning into the yes. art. And so they want you to use it that way. And I think that Pixie Curio is a really good example of that uh-huh. with Lightseers because I think that her goal is for people to use reversals yeah. with it. And the book is written in a way that makes that clear because uh-huh. equal weight is given to both. Um, whereas with some decks, you'll look at the, at the, whatever material come with it. And it's like the reverse isn't mentioned at all, or it's like one sentence at the bottom. Right. And in those cases, I'm like, maybe the artist doesn't really care. And this is not something that we need to be like factoring in, in the same way. Yeah. There is a new deck. I want to say it's by Llewellyn that has like, let me see if I can find it. If on my tarot website, (laughs) <laughs> because it has like reversals kind of built into it that are shadowy and light, like vi- like yeah. visibly different. It's kind of like a mirror almost. Oh, cool. That sort of reminds me a little bit of the original Madame Clara Sees All, which yeah. has like banners with the definition, both upright and reversed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that deck so much. Yeah. And I think, I think those like specifically, I, I mean, and also like any, I think any of Madame Clara's decks, they have like a, like a reversed and upright Component. Two, not component. the mid-centurion because that's more just art based but the, all of the ones that are a little bit more ephemeral are yeah. 
have that yeah so i think those like if you're using a deck specifically for that i may take notice but for the most part like if i'm just using my golden girls deck here i'm just gonna flip dorothy right side up so i can see her right exactly (laughs) exactly and i think that's the other thing about knowing your own reading style and your own Mm -hmm. intuition style because what exactly what you said if I'm getting reversed cards now, I'm just flipping them right side up. Yeah. And that's what my intuition is telling me to do. But you have to listen to yourself yes. when you're deciding to do that. And then within each reading, be consistent about it. Like mm-hmm. choose for this reading, I'm not doing reversed. And then you can flip everything up right side up because you're intentionally saying I'm not reading reversed in this setting. If you're doing a reading that's not making any sense and you keep going back and forth between wanting to read reversals or not, stop what you're doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Put everything down and then set the intention of either using reversals or not using reversals rather than having it be so back and forth, which I think can cloud a reading a lot. Yes. Like going back and forth within the same reading. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, just clouding and confusion and just pick a lane and stay with it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Like with so much about tarot, at least for each individual reading. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Ooh, my, well, my phone was dead. My tarot store here has gotten lots of new decks. And so I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Must look at pretty decks. I know. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to start my question. Okay. I keep doing that while I'm reading. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the deck. <laughs> trying to find it. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't apologize. It's completely fine. While we were interviewing a creator on Friday, Esther and I, I like went in during the interview to buy two of the creator's decks. So I I have no room to talk. We had to. Exactly. There was no other option. All right. So our second question is from Sarah B. And Sarah B says, I've recently started learning tarot in an attempt to learn more about myself. I feel like an alien and a blank slate a lot of the time. And I have most of my life. I'm in my mid thirties. I know there's a lot of work to be done around that. That isn't tarot related, but I thought maybe tarot could help me figure out who I am a bit more. I've been really liking it so far, but I need some help with an interpretation. Every time I ask the cards what my strength is or what makes me special or what makes me magical, like in my Hollies, love your unicorn self-spread, I always get the four of cups. Clarifying hasn't really helped me. I've been getting wands, court as clarifiers, normally the knight or page. The clarifiers just seem so far on the opposite end of the spectrum from the four of cups, but I'm bad at seeing myself clearly at the best of times, so maybe I'm just not getting it. Or maybe I'm just detached and it's my defining quality. That's also possible, though not helpful. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah. If this doesn't want to clarify or if it's just a weird to ask strangers to tell, like, <laughs> my tell me my... what my value as a human is. <laughs> if you have any suggestions for self-discovery spreads or questions for my cards, that would be lovely, too. Thank you so much. First of all, we ask you to ask yes. us questions. Yeah, like yeah exactly. <laughs> so you're fine. <laughs> If anything, we're the weirdos for thinking that we have some sort of sway over I know, what, exactly. what people are going through. Exactly. But also, I think Esther can attest to this. I relate really heavily to this, like, blank slate idea. Like, uh-huh. all of the... we. I mean, if you're a newer tarot person, you're also probably a newer listener. But we've had some stuff on Patreon kind of about this. And uh-huh. my brain always making me talk. Like, even just like that. My uh-huh. brain making me talk in this way that makes me sound like I'm... like new on this planet like, <laughs> yes. experience. like yes. all of my human body complaints mm-hmm. like all of that sort of thing I understand she talks out or bodily constantly yeah 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 I've really depersonalized my body like yes. it seems like something separate from myself in yes some 
I, I always I always just remember I feel like you got a reading one time I believe it was like an astrology reading or like I'm oh, not a reading but like a like an experience and you talk about the seven sister sort of constellations yeah. coming from that you know area and that sort of thing yeah. and I'm like oh that's yeah. where Holly's from okay yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like yep that makes sense she's yep. basically brand from the new cosmos to this planet. exactly <laughs> But so I relate to that a lot. But we, I did also write a spread that involves kind of like trying to get clarity on a theme that I yes. think would be pretty helpful in this yeah. situation. Because whenever you're constantly getting the same card for mm-hmm. something, it's so frustrating. It just feels like such an enormous drain on wanting to continue moving forward when that happens to me anyway. Yes, totally. Um, so we could look at that one and see if yeah. that is helpful with defining the theme. Yes. Um, where is it? Hold on. Pause. Hold on. Pause. Here we go. Okay. And I will share this on my feed because I haven't posted anything. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And also then people can find it more easily. So basically we're going to start by pulling out the four of cups to kind of use that as the focus. Yes. So we want to take a minute to find that. I'm using the original Cosmic Tarot, the one Ooh. with the really good font. Ooh. Um, Four of Cups. And this deck always makes me so happy. I'm mm-hmm. so, so happy with our chapter about it. I I'm know. so happy with the deck. It's just wild that when we first started the podcast, I was like, I think it's too 90s for me. And now I'm like, give me more Cosmic I want all the 90s things. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. So there's really only three questions for this spread once you've pulled the themes that need clarification. Mm -hmm. It's where is this energy leading me? What's standing in my way? And how I can get started on the right path. So I think that in this context, asking the what's standing in my way question is the question that will get you more. Yes, I think so. Out of too. it, because you're clearly, there's like all of this action that's sort of coming through with your court cards and wands when you're asking for clarification. Mm-hmm. So saying like, if there's this action that's being asked of me, how, what can I do to get through the blockages that I'm facing in that action? All right. So first, do you have your card? Did you find yes, it? Yes. It was like the almost last one. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> like finally just, count, just asking you to count to 76 gosh a couple of times. i know i'm like third from the last card <laughs> all right so question one is where this energy is leading me okay and we're thinking about sarah b and the four of cups where is this energy leading sarah oh What did you get? I got the five of wands. Okay. And I got the two of cups. It's like, to me, it's like competitive, like, especially in Golden Girls Terror, there's more competitiveness in this five of wands than actual, like, fighting. I want to bring that up. So to me, it's maybe, like, especially if the clarifying is, like, the knight of wands and the five of wands popping out here, maybe there's a bit of competitiveness that's coming out with a relationship. Sort of yeah. yeah. Not even necessarily romantic, but somebody yeah. that you feel otherwise fairly connected to. Mm-hmm. There's sort of like this blockage where you're feeling a little bit of ennui because of competitiveness with mm-hmm. this person. Yeah. All right. So what's standing in your way of that? Of, I guess, increasing your 
I guess like maybe confronting your competitiveness with this person mm-hmm. would be, yeah, the energy that's leading you is like this competition with somebody that you feel, I don't even think it's necessarily a bad thing. No. But energy is leading you towards this competition with a with a relationship, within a relationship or with mm-hmm. a person or with some sort of, with a lot. yeah. So then what is standing in your way of making that happen? Like resolving it, basically, kind of? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got the... I got the... Oh, go ahead. What'd you get? Oh, go ahead. I got the Queen of Wands. And I got the Four of Pentacles. So, like, conservation... Yeah, I think what's standing in your way of being able to make those changes to this relationship is like probably feeling like you sort of know what you need to do, but being a little bit resistant to letting Mm -hmm. go of areas of your control. Yeah, I think a wand paired with that four is really interesting because the or not a wand, a queen, because the Mm -hmm. queens are so self-possessed. Yeah. And the downside of that is that they can be a little bit worried about like relinquishing some control. Yeah. And so in some ways there's like this sense of like, well, I feel, you know, fairly understanding of what I need to do in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm unwilling to sort of like alleviate some of my realm of control to yeah. actually make that happen. Yeah. There's a hesitancy and a holding back that's going on with this partnership in you addressing the competitiveness or these like feelings that are kind of coming up and bubbling to the surface. Yeah, totally. All right, and then how can she get started on the right path? So some steps question. Oh. What did you get? I got the four of wands. And I got the six of wands. Oh, that's very so victorious and so celebratory. Yeah, so maybe giving yourself a little bit of a break and saying, like, look at all that I have accomplished, look at Mm -hmm. all of the things that can be celebrated about me would be a helpful first step to kind of get your brain in the right space. Mm -hmm. And also having that celebration energy, because the Four of Cups is so much about, like, not seeing what's right in front of you. Right. So maybe if you focus on celebrating yourself as your next step, it'll bring up whatever this Two of Cups five of wands energy is like Mm -hmm. maybe if you're celebrating yourself, celebrating your queen energy, celebrating your like ability to accomplish things, then some of those jealousy issues that might be there will Mm -hmm. bubble up from other people. And then you'll know who to direct that. Yeah. uh, I I guess that queen energy towards resolving the situation with. So, because a lot of the times if something is going really well for you, and I think a lot of the people who first get into tarot see this, is like as you start developing your own self, sometimes the people around you get like annoyed about that. Yeah. Or like worried about that in some way or judgmental about that or mm-hmm. whatever. And so if you can spend some time celebrating yourself, then maybe that'll also shed more light into the two of cups and five of wands. Yeah. And then that would be resolving the four of cups because that's the whole thing with the four of cups is that you know that something's wrong, but you don't see the solution. You're like not right. you're kind of blinded to the solution. And so if you can encourage people with malintent towards you or jealousy towards you or competitiveness towards you or whatever yes. to come forward through <clears throat> all of your self 
celebration, uh-huh. then all the better. Then you won't have that four of cups with you anymore. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Awesome. Good luck, Sarah. And yes, don't ever hesitate luck. to ask us questions. No, about this. We exactly. We don't just have to um, answer questions about work stuff. We're yes. also happy to answer stuff. About exactly. <laughs> yes. We are very relieved when we get questions that aren't work related. <laughs> we love those too, but yes, we could do like entire months of episodes. Yes. Work questions. Yeah. And we love talking about other stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. We like to mix it up for our listeners. Yeah. So flush out those five of wands, competitive people in your life. Yeah. And good luck, Sarah. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> okay. Patreon shout outs. Yeah. We just had the most fun with we some did. of our Patreon supporters watching this season finale of Charm, 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 season charm, one. Charm, charm, uh, charm, charm. They changed the intro song on. They Astro, did. So she could I could not, not sing, sing it live. I was so <laughs> disappointed. Ugh, I should have known. I should have known. But yeah, you should have known. But thank you for everyone who attended, yeah. and then also Patreon supporters. If you want to hear the uh, the audio track of us watching along, we have that that'll be up on Patreon. The commentary. So Listen to us, watch it together, yeah. and then also watch a YouTube video of the PowerPoint that Esther prepared for immediately after. Yes, yeah. I mean, it was we ha- we can't like come together and not have a PPT presentation. Yeah, somebody yeah. has to do it. It's we just have the to rules. It is exactly. <laughs> but if you want to support us on Patreon just because you like us or because you want access to that content, go for it. We yeah. super appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot and also helps us pay for all of those incidental podcast things like hosting fees. And yes. Occasionally decks that we both want. Yes. <laughs> As per just- our interview this past weekend with a creator that will be coming yeah. up in a couple weeks. We could not resist after speaking with them to buy no, like no, no. all the decks. All the decks. Gotta have them. Gotta have them. <laughs> And the other bonus is that if you do support us, you get a shout out on air. Yeah. You get the card drawn for you. Yes. Oh, yeah. And Mel was one of the people who attended our, yeah. our Patreon uh, Zoom chat this past week. And it was so lovely meeting them and everyone else who came. And I'm just so happy. It's kind of so nice to have like... I was telling them after you had to leave that uh-huh. it's like for us for doing a podcast, it's always like yeah, a one way sort of vocal. Yeah, exactly. Totally. It's just us sort of like speaking into the void and sometimes we'll get comments back, but it's nice to have like names to faces and people yeah. who've asked questions before and things like that. So it it's was just, awesome. just so much fun. So yeah, much fun. I really loved it. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and pull a card for Mel. One, two, awesome. three, four, five, six, seven. Still using Golden Girls. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. And Mel, your card is the Four of Wands. I even shuffled the deck a bunch. So look at that. Aww, so happy. How fun. Oh, yeah. And Sally, your card is Ace of Swords. Ooh, exciting, Sally. So exciting. Yes, and yes. our only announcements today are about our Discord book club, which yes. will not always be monster romance. It'll probably be some other <laughs> stuff too, but that's where we're starting. I mean, and starting off with a bang. We're lot, like lots of banging. within yeah, we're like within <laughs> six weeks of our book release date. I know. Ugh. We're are we gonna have a book birthday party on Patreon? I feel like we need to have like we a could. book yeah, birthday a Patreon party. We'll say that while we're recording, but somebody remind us. Once yeah, we're done recording. once we're yeah, once we're uh, <laughs> like two weeks before our book comes out, Rachel somebody or Logan, remind us. Yeah, remind Rachel, us. Logan, please remind us. <laughs> <laughs> 
But in the meantime, you can still pre-order it. And uh, we are figuring out ways to make sure that we can get book plates to people so we can yes. sign stuff. Yes, and yes. yeah, just a lot of fun stuff going on. Yeah. We'll have more announcement as the date closes in. We want to make sure that it's actually being released first before there promising things. It seems like all the book shortage stuff is only getting worse. Yes. Oh, but if you want to read an advanced copy and you are a regular reviewer through Edelweiss, Oh, yeah. You can request our book now. It is not going to be as good as the actual book because the actual book has cards and images and pullouts and stuff. But yeah. at least you can read some of our content and yeah. give us a positive review. We would love that. We would absolutely <laughs> love that. Ah, I'm so excited and nervous. I, I want to throw up. Know. <laughs> All right. So this week we are reviewing the Raina George Lenormand. I'm assuming her name is pronounced Raina. I believe you know? it's Raina. I believe it's okay. Raina. Uh, so it's by Raina George and it was published by U.S. Games. Uh, Raina George is the author of the Essential Lenormand book and also is a contributor to the Gilded Reverie Lenormand guidebook. And she's sort of like a Lenormand whiz yes. kid. Yes, yes. Although I'm sure she's an adult person, not a whiz <laughs> yes. kid. What's a version of that where it's like a prodigy but like a regular age? Like, a, yeah. Expert? Yeah, expert. <laughs> expert sounds sounds um, educational or that we are educated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So a short synopsis of the deck from U.S. Games. It says, with a sprinkle of Lebanese folklore and a dash of A Thousand and One Nights, this exotic Lenormand deck reflects Raina George's nostalgic views and personal memories of Lebanon. Raina also shares her considerable expertise in the art of reading with the Lenormand system. Every intricate detail of the Raina George Lenormand serves her mission of creating a deck unlike any other with, with its enticing artwork and insightful instruction. Both the box and the cards feature exquisite gold foil accents, and the cards have a luxurious pearlized finish. This 42-card deck includes extra man and woman cards for same-sex readings, as well as four additional cards that enhance the Lenormand experience. Spirit, incense burner, bed, and market. In her 124-page guidebook, Raina explains the card's contextual meanings in a reading and shares the personal associations that inspired each card. She also offers helpful instructions with multiple examples of actual questions explored in Lenormand readings, which I think is very helpful. Yeah. I love reading that. Mm -hmm. And I love, like, personally, I'm a huge fan of Raina George. I know that she had a recent loss of her husband. Oh, no. And so just, I just want to say our love just goes out to her and that we adore her and our thoughts are with you as always. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I don't have this deck, so we're going to rely, be relying on Esther's opinion for how it feels and everything. Yes, but yes, yes. what level of reader do you think that this deck is appropriate for, Esther? I do think this is a really nice beginner deck. It's not like um, simple, like super simple, like what was the one deck that we reviewed that had like 400 cards? Simply Lenormand. Is that it? Okay. I think it was just <laughs> called Simply, Simply Lenormand. Lenormand. <laughs> or Simple Lenormand. Yeah, sim- simply, simply Lenormand, maybe? So it's yeah. not like that where all of the extra cards are, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, there's tons of white space. To me, I really like love the gold gilded finish on this. It, I think it adds a nice little pizzazz to like Lenormand cards because sometimes they can oh. be a bit plain. It was called maybe Lenormand. Oh, maybe so Lenormand. Totally okay. Off. That's okay. We, we were, we were close with simply maybe Lenormand. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. 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 So it's a little bit more ornate than yes. that. Yes. Which is cool. Yeah. I do like the, or, the ornateness and there's borders that are around each card that sort of like keep Look everything like in place. Architecture. Ooh, yes. I like the gold gilding. So the borders are like 
pillars with yes. sort of an intricate Lebanese lattice system at the top. And mm-hmm. the gold is like amongst all of those pillar parts, which yes. is really, really pretty. Yeah. So it kind that's of looks gorgeous. like you're looking out of like a balcony window kind of. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good way to put it. Yeah, totally. So I really, I really, and so I think it's really good for beginners because the cards, you don't really confuse any cards for each other and things like that. I do yeah. like that the child card is actually like a middle aged child and not like a baby. Because so many oh. times, I, I just think it's really interesting, like, that to nostalgia like kind of come in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I do think it's good for beginners. And even with the additional cards, I think the additional cards of spirits, Spirit, Incense, Burner, Bed, and Market enhance Lenormand. Because yeah. I think, like, what we've discussed before is that sometimes Lenormand can feel kind of limited. And so these things kind of offer a more spiritual aspect to things without you needing to have the spread do that for you if it makes any yeah, sense. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I was going to say, though, I do notice that the cards don't have the titles on them. No. So it, is, it could be a little bit tricky because you have to either know what number everything is associated mm-hmm. with or have the book handy so you can look through it. Yes. I mean, it's all pretty straightforward. I don't think there's anything that's like ambiguous. Like you wouldn't be able to tell. Yes. What it was supposed to be. Uh-huh. But that's still something to kind of take note of. I think sometimes I've mixed up spirit and incense burner, but mostly because to me, the incense burner also looks like the presence of a spirit. So to me, those two, if you're not familiar with the deck, you may just mix those up just because you see incense burner, which right. is the like the uh, let me see if I can find it. Oh, dang it. I'm not gonna be able to find it. It's gonna be like the last fucking card <laughs> in this deck. As I'm Always. flipping through here. <laughs> so, but that, so the four extra, the spirit, incense burner, the bed, and the market do have like assigned definitions. Yes. So this is keywords. incense burner here. Oh, yeah, so you yeah, can yeah. see like there's a, there's a cloud of incense behind it, but that could also like represent spirit kind of if you like just look at it really quickly. So, yeah. So the keywords for the bonus cards are spirit is spirituality, the spirit itself, destiny. Or kind of whatever you interpret as the spirit. Mm-hmm. Incense burner is clearing energy, essence, or something that's significant but fleeting. I like the significant but yeah. fleeting a lot because that can be so helpful in a, in a Lenormand reading where it's kind of like just because this is something that's happening fast doesn't mean it le- mean it's less like impactful. It yeah. just might dissipate faster. Mm-hmm. The bed is comfort, cozy, or intimacy. And Mm -hmm. then the market is work, shopping, or transaction. Yes. So I just, I I think the deck is really great for beginners. Um, And the, and the, backs are really just super fucking gorgeous with the blue and the the hand and it's just so beautiful. So, and also since she's like a Lenormand expert, having her deck is a great place to start because her Mm -hmm. booklet is going to be so. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her book, I've sometimes I have said in the past that her book can like sometimes give you too many meanings, Mm. but I think that also comes with your experience as a reader, knowing which ones, which ones to to take for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So just be, you know, just be aware of that as you're studying that there are meanings that will not apply to you and that's okay. Yeah, totally. So this deck you can find it basically anywhere because it's mass market through U.S. games. So Mm -hmm. you can find it through any online store that you normally buy decks from. Um, So super accessible. Yep. And uh, the it's like the little intro set. It's a 42 card deck and the cards are traditional Lenormand sized. 
Yeah, they're. I think they. Yeah, they're about. I think they're a traditional Lenormand size. They're a little bit thicker than traditional Lenormand cards. Oh, cool. So their shuffling is a bit hardier, but that's fine because they are more substantial when and will hold a little bit longer and. Will yeah, be totally. So and as long as it's not like full blown coasters. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like 500 GSM over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. A little bit easier to handle. Yeah. Uh, so the name changes, like we talked about those four additional, uh, cards and then also the addition of extra man and woman cards, um, which is super helpful. It still Mm -hmm. relies heavily on the binary, but you can, if you're in a relationship that does not have, or that has a non-binary person in it, you can just cross that out, decide what you want to use to represent them. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it is just you know, yeah. the market is them. It yeah, is. might as well. Exactly. And the box is a two-piece box, which, of course, we've had critiques about every two-piece box. Ah, a split but, deck. But it is small enough, so it's not like a huge – it doesn't take up a lot of space like oh, okay. typical two-piece boxes do. So I will say that this is probably the best two-piece box that when I When like. Esther says two-piece box, she means a split deck box. Yes. Yeah, so it's deck. a one-piece deck with a magnetic closure. Yes. But it has the deck splitting. Yes. Which normally I hate, but you're right. It is an appropriate it, size. It's appropriate still, size, so it's not, like so it's not, it's not horrible. Exactly. I think it's <laughs> just because also the Lenormand two-by-two, two, it's kind of like manageable. And while tarot cards two-by-two yeah, two is just not Too all. many in each pile. Yeah, yeah. Lenormand, it's like 20 cards in each pile, so it's a Exactly. <laughs> yes. The cultural stuff, it is very, very Lebanese. Like there's Lebanese architecture, yes. Lebanese symbolism. Um, so that's all really neat and kind of like brings a specific vibe to it. Yeah. So it's so, it, to me, this deck feels very lush in yeah. its execution. So I just think it's cool. Super cool. <laughs> it is cool. <laughs> and it's going to be another one of those things where I'm like, oh, I don't need this deck. And then after we talk about it, I'm like, maybe, maybe you do. Well, more. it's mass market and it's, I That's think, like true. 25 on Amazon, I think, maybe. So, yeah. Not bad. Something totally doable. Yeah. I just think it's really cool. And the, the gold gilding doesn't come through in pictures as much as it does in video. Uh-huh. But it's so pretty. Yeah. The gold gilding. It's like, it's n- some gold gilding in some decks that like do it on the card faces themselves. It, it's overdone done but this is like a nice gentle touch to everything and it's really well done so yeah totally all right so i want to hear about your favorite cards okay so my favorite cards i really like tree it kind of reminds me of like an like an olive tree in the middle of nowhere i don't know what kind of tree it is cypress maybe a cypress Based on what i know about lebanon and also cypress trees okay i think it's a cypress i just love that it's growing (laughs) on a hillside and not like at the top of a hill or like anything i just love that visual of on a hillside it's just growing there it's just so beautiful so pretty um so yeah i like i just like i also like ship because i think the ship is a very striking card in general, mm-hmm. it's like a nice, like, older ship. It's not like a modern ship. So, you know, wood and a big sail and the beautiful sea. And I'm just, ugh. I just want to go. I just want to go so bad. I know. <laughs> That's my thing. I'm like, just Somebody should we travel? a vacation. <laughs> I exactly. I just exactly. want to travel. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too much to ask? Yeah, apparently. Um, I do like clouds because I just love the thought of these storm clouds rolling in, essentially. I love that card. That's one of my favorites, too. It's one of my favorite cloud cards, probably from any deck. Oh, I was going to say that this deck is probably my workhorse deck. I keep this at work to read with, but also, oh, cool. like, um, like I have like lots of Lenormand decks, but this is the one that's just my 
everyday go-to deck. Go-to, yeah, totally. So, but yeah, clouds, and especially with clouds, like on the lighter side, you have a certain type of reading, and on the darker side of clouds, you have a different right. Like There's connotation, very clear direction, yeah, directionality. In this yeah. One. So yeah, I just like that distinction there. And then my last two favorites are actually two of the bonus cards. I really love the incense burner card. I think there's that's a really great moment especially for like cleansing because in tarot you don't really have that sense of like you need to get to cleansing or there's something bad happening right, where you need to do that right. i love having that i mean like an oracle deck you have that obviously but i just love that uh reina put this in the deck specifically and the ornateness of the incense burner and that the the blue eye that's kind of hovering behind that you know uh-huh. sort of like repelling evil spirits is present yeah. and i just think that's so super cool and the last one is bed because I yeah, fucking think duh. fucking finally someone has a bed card. First someone of all, someone finally understands our love exactly. Of bed. Is, it a, is it a fixed sign thing? Like <laughs> it must be. We're like, thank God. Thank there's God a bed there's card. a bed somewhere. <laughs> I mean, not only because of like the lushness and relaxation that a bed implies and the sense of home that bed apl- implies, yeah. but also like that sensuality that's instinctively there. Like you don't have right. to like, you know, like you don't have to specifically think, oh, oh, like whip is going to be my sex card or Lily's going to be my sex card. Like this is already here kind of implying yeah. that relationship, that sensuality. And, and the so other I love thing it. about that card is that it's so loungy. Like yes. it's not like it, it, it feels like a place to hang out and spend yeah. time with people, which uh-huh. I really love. Like the intimacy is built in and I super am like in love with it. So yeah, totally. So, yeah. Those are my favorites. What are your favorites in the deck? So I also really like bed and cloud. I think that both of those are fantastic. I also really like tree for that. Oh matter. yeah. Yeah. Um, but I super, super also love the stars car. Oh yeah. Because it's sort of this inky purple sky with all of these stars in it. And it's also kind of overlooking the ocean. Mm hmm. And I just, again, really want a vacation. I really want to sit somewhere (laughs) on a cliff overlooking the ocean. But also, I just think it's really, really pretty. And I love the deep, deep purple sky. I think that it's super gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I also like the mouse cards or Uh mice. Mice. Because it's just cute. Yeah. On a table eating snacks. Yeah. And it's just adorable. Uh Uh Uh-huh. And lastly probably yeah we'll go with this as my last card I also really (laughs) like the fish card because I think Mm -hmm. it's just like maybe I'm really drawn to the water in this deck but the fish are all super colorful and they're like all kind of like jumping into the air and so it just feels very like I guess energetic and I also think the fish are adorable. Yes. Yes. I, I But agree. ultimately my absolute favorite is for sure the bed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like the bed. We love the bed. So we love much. the bed. We love it. We love the yeah. bed. Yeah. That's so cool. It's a really neat one. Do you have any huhs? I don't think so. I mean, I've gone through this deck a couple times and just to make sure I didn't have any hunt cards, but to me, they're all pretty straightforward. It's not like a, like a, huh, what's this doing in the Norman sort of thing. So I guess my only huh is the spirit card just because oh, yeah. it kind of surprises me that it's depicted as an actual figure. Okay. Yeah. Just because that's not necessarily what everybody interprets. Right. As. But it's, I guess just kind of a personal spirit thing, but that would be my only card. That's kind of like, huh, interesting choice. Interesting choice yeah. to go for a human figure. For spirit. So for I'll do the art description for spirit just to kind of give context. 
Behind the veil of our reality, a purple haze surrounds a being suspended in different time and space. In another dimensional in arena, a spirit holds wind, air, and ether in one hand, and our earth, our material world, in another. With its fiery mane and its body half kneeling in the icy waters, we can feel the presence of all the elements here and beyond. Mm-hmm. So I guess they, the important part was the holding of the elements and that sort of right. connection. Yeah, totally. So, so I guess you have to have somebody to hold it if you want it to be a spirit card. Yeah, yeah. So but that, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So that the book is really, really, and even though it's a very kind of small book that fits in that small little box, it has uh-huh. a lot of information. And this is not her essential Lenormand guidebook, Which is a whole like huge book. Awesome book. Yeah, yeah. Totally. this is just her Lenormand guidebook for the Raina George Lenormand that comes in the box. And it gives like it gives like a like a little art description, some quotes in a reading, how to see it, context, a question. So like the question, I'm at a loss. What do I do if you get cross, bird, spirit, bear, stars, and key? And then she gives you an, a interpretation of that. And so she gives like several different questions and how to interpret several different cards. So it's kind of like seeing a reading, kind of like what we do right. for other people. Like you kind I of get to see that's a reading. So helpful with Lenormand specifically yes. because so much of it is about combinations. And also, since each card has such specific definitions, I just mm-hmm. think that being reminded that, yes, you should be reading them that yeah. specifically is uh-huh. really helpful. And I find that to be a really great thing about Lenormand yeah. books yeah. when and, they include that. Yes. And then at the very end, it has like a comment from Raina about that specific card and what it means to her. Oh, so cool. I just think like it's like even though it's very concise, it's packed with tons of information. So great deck I think especially for beginners for lots of information on how to do Lenormand and getting just a fun you know inexpensive deck that's beautiful yeah totally gotta love that gold and also it is just very very lush yes all right cool will you pull a card for me for my relationship with the deck and also one for yourself okay Holly's relationship with the deck (laughs) one two three four five six seven your relationship with the deck is key. So there's some opening oh. that will happen. That All right. Maybe like, I will get it. Maybe you'll get it. <laughs> so it'll, be, it'll open up something for you. <laughs> okay. Some, and It always does. <laughs> it's true. Lenormand <laughs> reads us like no other. Okay. And my relationship with the deck. Let me mix them up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Two, three, four, five, six, seven is I got letter. So it has lots of messages for me. It wants to tell me many, many things. Which is good because it lives at your office. So this it is definitely true. has the chance. This is true. It Jeez. definitely has the chance. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. Well, that's our show. Don't forget to send us your questions. You can find all of our contact information on our handy dandy website form. And everything else, there's a ton there. <laughs> yep, yeah, there is. And also tell your friends about us and rate and review us. It helps us. It helps him in the head. It does. It helps. helps us grow. <laughs> and we really appreciate it so very much. We totally do. You can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast or join our Facebook community by searching for Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. You can also join our Discord server for things other than the Reading Club. And yeah. <laughs> we it's have an lots active, of active, lovely yeah, group of people. We have like lots of tarot talk, lots of reading helps if you want to like like immediate help with any readings that are going on. So so join us there on Discord. The link will be in the show notes. And also awesome. we have additional merch on our Redbubble shop. Uh, with yes, mugs, we do. be the world you want to, world in the world, be in the world, the world, the world, the world. 
<laughs> that's all. So I, many. That's fun what mugs. the quote has come to me like is Just now world, in my world, brain. Worldy world, worldy world, <laughs> and everything is in our show notes. So look it up there yeah. if you're curious about a deck or the books or anything like that. We totally Absolutely. try to link as much as possible. Esther puts work into it, so check it out. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week. We love you we so love much, you. and are so grateful for you. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.